Hi, this is Jared from the future. This is a little heads up that the audio in these earlier podcasts are a little bit touch and go. They're not that great. And from episode eight onwards, they do get significantly better. And then, of course, further on, they do improve as well. Anyway, whatever your decision, thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of this podcast. G'day, everyone, and welcome to a new End of the Reel. This week, we are doing the 2000s movie Dungeons and Dragons. Of course, your host, Jared, and with me is Ethan, my co-host. And yeah, we're going to be doing Dungeons and Dragons. It's really a great film. We watched it together. uh, Well, I found Jeremy Irons very entertaining in this. Did you? He is just tearing the scenery apart with his bare hands. I I disagree. It was amazing. I do not feel like he was acting much. I think it was just Jeremy Irons. No, no. I've seen him in better things. He he was... What? Yeah, of course. (laughs) He is... Tearing the scenery up in this. Exactly. I, Which I, is in stark contrast to everyone else who are wooden cutouts. I, I've i never been so bored by a cast before. I've never been so shocked by the cast. The cast who decided, especially uh, uh, Snails. Uh, Marlon Wait. Wayans. Okay. Uh, he is the he's one of the only characters who seems to have some life to him, and that's only because he's playing his same character from the scary movie film that he filmed that year. Right, he's playing uh, he's, he's, he's just playing Marlon Wayans in a in a, a new dragons movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, uh, you know, I found him kind of entertaining. His is the only character with an arc. Yeah, I I also pointed out a few times and when his, we were he's watching like it. the heroic character. Yeah, no, I felt like the movie should have been focused around him. He was more entertaining. If it was yeah, a campy, he, funny movie. He has, movie. like, uh, yeah. a build-up. Yep. He has yeah, a really spectacular end, sort of, question mark. Yeah. Because yeah. that ending to the movie is goddamn ridiculous. Well, yeah, alright, so let's do this. So this is a film based off the tabletop gaming gun- Dungeons & Dragons. I assume. I, I've played a little bit, but I don't know that much about it. Yeah, well, we're Dungeons & Dragons noobs. So the thing is, though, you don't really need to know any of the lore of the world... Because yeah, because I don't think it draws from it at all. No, it's very generic fantasy lore. There are just things. It it never really goes to explain that. There's a scene where we're in a bar and there's just lots of different creatures and nothing. Yeah, I think we're supposed to know what a lot of things are in the background. Yeah. At one point uh, when they're in the evil camp, there are literally giant floating eyeballs with uh, tentacles. Oh my god, I forgot and that. They, you only ever see them in the background, but they're there. You never find out why. They look like... The, oh, what are they called from Doom? Yeah, the they're, they're the... Mong? Osmobs or something? I yeah, from Doom, the giant floating eyes. That's what they look like. Also, they never come back. They're just in that one scene. No, they're scene. just in that one scene. So... And I have to I, say, what really, like, stood out was how spectacularly cheap this movie looks. It, okay. It is amazingly cheap. The special effects, and there are a lot of 3D stuff, looks like it's... From an after-school space show for kids from the nineties. Okay. Like it's that an level of like space show. It's that level of yeah, like shitty TV production mm. level. So this is an important thing because uh, going into this movie and watching it, we didn't know the budget or the backstory or anything on this, and this, yeah. that's often the best way to do the movie. Now th- th- I will just get this out straight away. This movie looks. To me, the closest comparison is the Hercules TV show. It looks like a yeah. bad... It looks like a, a cheap knockoff of the Hercules TV show. Yeah. And it's so that, that sort of level. Yeah. It, yeah. But like a but cheap, a cheap knockoff. But with much worse acting. Yeah. yeah. So it's a cheap knockoff. It's not as good as... Like, worse acting, 
worse production, like cheaper budget, right? Yeah, but terrible as it, story. As it turns out, the movie actually costs forty-four million dollars. Forty-five million. Forty-five million dollars. Yeah. So this this isn't a cheap knockoff. This I is mean, a, that's not a huge amount, but it. Oh, come, it's where pretty is big. the money going? It's not a cheap knockoff. It's an actual fact, like a really, really expensive knockoff. You know, <sighs> that's it. Yeah, where where did the money go? Because we did talk about this. Most of it's shot on a green screen. Like there are a lot of just green screen scenes. The effects are terrible. There's really bad. There's like two sets that we know. One's just inside an old church. Yeah. Right. So that's cheap. Like you know they've just filmed inside of an old church. Another one's just in an old theater. Right. right. And then. At, like, the other real ones are, like, outside. Like, literally just, like, on a hill. Yeah. On. Or, yeah. um, the only one that maybe was a little bit different was when they go into the Thieves' Village slash Oh, that area. maze? Yeah. Yeah, the maze? No, but that's what I was saying. It looks like it was out of, like, a kid's TV show where you get the kids to run the maze. Oh, yeah. It's, it's that terrible. level of production. It's really, really I'm, bad. Yeah. No, I just yeah. think... It, it's a knockoff Hercules. It's incredibly horrible, though. It's so expensive. And it just, we have no idea. Because it's a film where we watched it, and I was like, eh, they kind of were a little bit camp. So that kind of saved me from taking it too seriously. Because I was like, were oh. Were they campy? They were campy. Some of them no, seem to be they, taking it very seriously. The, they were clearly... It was Wooden. clearly a little bit campy. And then you find out it costs that much, and it's that shit. And you just go, what? How? How? Like, there's... Someone was, like, defrauded, like, 40 And apparently there were, there were scenes cut as well. There were so, so many scenes... As we go through this, we're going to say, oh, yeah, like, it feels like there's a scene missing. And then you can look at the trivia on this. There literally is a scene... Like, those scenes have been cut out because of budgetary uh, constraints. And you can tell they're missing. I've never seen a movie where you can tell something has happened. You can, I've seen it's a few, but... It's important that you it I've was never seen so bad. This many. Yeah. And budgetary constraints on a movie that costs so much for so little, it's it's incredible. I just don't don't know. Let's get to it. So we start off uh what is our main character? The dude who's a Brendan Fraser knockoff. He's Brendan Fraser. That. He is a Brendan Fraser knockoff. So it's based in the Kingdom of Izmir. Wow, you remember this. Which is uh yeah, well which is a uh a kingdom ruled by mages. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it's ruled by mages, well, that's and a... they've got an empress, and basically all the people without magic are common folk. Yeah. Which, yeah, you know, kind of interesting. So so we get told that the princess wants to make everyone equal. Which, we had a lot of trouble with the empress, yeah. because we decided maybe she was evil towards mm-hmm. the end, but uh, she evil. says she wants to make everyone equal. But it seems to me that she wants to be empress and she wants to get rid of the ruling council. Yeah. so Who are made up of the mages, many of whom seem to be okay. Yeah. So say what you want about like, oh, there's this like ruling mages class. At least when we got shown their scenes, they seem to be discussing and electing and choosing things. Yeah, right? yeah. While if we... Good empress stays in the church kneeling, talking about how she wants to help the people and, and uses... bring about the will of the people. Yeah, and and the way she's going <laughs> to do it is by using her magic dragon stick, which only controls the gold dragons. Yeah, but, but it's essentially a magic WMD. Yeah. Which only she is allowed to use. Yeah, and that's, that's what we had a problem with, because we were like, wait, so the majors seem to be the only ones who sort of a bit diplomatic and vote on stuff. 
So okay, it's shitty for the common folk, but at least like the majors, you know, you don't. What you don't want is you don't want this one random queen to just have all the power for no reason at all. Like there's nothing that justifies her power. She's got a WMD. She walks around with it. Yeah, she does, and she and then. The, the other interesting thing is to the evil person in the Mage Guild... Uh, uh, Jeremy Irons, Profion. So... Hilarious. His whole thing is like, ah, oh, she's gonna use it and she's gonna, like, wipe us out. Well, that's what that's what he uses as propaganda, right? So he right. wants to take over. And he wants to do that uh, by controlling the dragons, by getting his own WMD. Yeah. He can't figure out how to do it himself. Well, so he's trying to control the red dragons. he plans to steal... Yeah, but he... he but he can't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so he plans to steal the gold uh, scepter that lets you control gold dragons. No, no, he never planned. I, wasn't yeah, he yeah, that's why planning... he wants it taken away from her. No, I think he was always planning to get the red scepter. No, no, because he tries making one right at the start. Yeah, there. And that doesn't work. It doesn't work. Exactly. So he goes, okay, plan B, we get the gold scepter. Ah, okay. Yeah. The weird thing is too, it's like his whole propaganda thing is like, oh, yeah, she he... can't be trusted. She's going to try and just destroy us and then take our shit. Yeah. But then later on... That's exactly what she does. Right. Like, yeah. even if she kind of knows that he's evil, the rest weren't... They because weren't attacking he, her first. He comes out with this rather reasonable thing, which is, oh, okay, she wants to turn our entire society upside down. I think we should get her to give up the gold scepter and have it, like, put into storage or something. I mean... We know that he's planning to use it. Like, yeah. he's the evil guy. But all the other mages are like, you know what, that's probably a sensible idea. And the weird thing is then she goes there and she's like, blah, blah, blah. And you try to take my scepter, I'm going to kill you all. Yeah, and then they're like, well, this doesn't sound right. And she's like, yep, don't revolt. And then they're like, oh, we're not sure. And then the next thing is she's chosen to, to attack them first. Well, okay, there's a fair bit that goes on between that. So what happens She's is evil. one of her few allies is this uh, library guy. What? The library guy. Oh. How they find the scepter for the red thing. The, the church? He thing. has found some sort of weird loophole, he thinks. So he's found oh out God. that there is a red scepter that lets you control red dragons. And he's like, well, you still need your WMD to keep everyone in line. Give them their gold scepter for safekeeping. But we'll also have this red one so you can kill everyone. Uh, I just I kind of view it as like mutual destruction. No, 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 because she wanted both. Yep. Yeah. Just mass. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, so he, that guy is trying to find out where the red scepter is hidden because there had been previously a civil war at this at some stage. Yeah, some other evil wizard guy. Had I don't know made if he was red evil, but he'd made a red scepter, and that's how he controlled the dragons. Yeah, and. I, I just I just was very confused. I just did not side with the priest uh, with the princess. I just did not. Trust it didn't her. help that she is flat and emotionless, like most of the characters in this movie. At least Jeremy Irons had some feelings towards him. Yeah, but her... the empress just sits sits there going, "Yes, we will free the people. I the just, people yeah. will be good." It's quite abstract, and it's like I just found it really weird. That's like, oh yeah, she will just come attack all of us and try and kill us. And she's like, no, I won't. And she leaves. And she's like, okay, we're going to We must strike them. first before they are prepared. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, they, they weren't even attacking you. Uh, like, they were... We're, we're skipping, like, 90%. I know, this movie. is the end, but it's like... that that That's what co- is confusing. You're like, what? She's fucking evil. So, so th- anyway, 
the main story. Peripheon <laughs> has been, uh, I guess you call it, bugging this guy with his uh, little magical imps, and which I thought was kind of fun. Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, so he finds out that this guy knows where the red scepter is. He wants to get his hands on it, so he sends his bald bitch guard. Who is oh my the God. most ridiculous looking bad guy? He always walk. You know what? I've never seen. He he walks everywhere. It is he, he's cl- wearing okay. like shiny blue lip gloss. He's completely bald with yeah. this weird white makeup. He looks hilarious. I know it is a cliche. You can't take him seriously at it, all. It is a cliche in movies where it's like the bad guy walks to, like, you know, the heroes run and then the bad guy walks to, and somehow yeah. it like changes scenes and. He's caught up to them. I know that is a massive cliche. But, but he in... walks and it doesn't make sense because he keeps losing them. Yes. That's what's weird. I've never seen a film where it's like the guy walks and the film's really like... shouldn't be. The film's like, yeah, he should have run because he didn't catch them. And yeah. you're just like, what the... What? <laughs> I've never seen that. Very weird. But at the same time as the evil guards go to arrest the library guy and his daughter yeah. and find out where the Red Scepter is... It wasn't his daughter. Wasn't that his daughter? Nope. She's just a student. Oh, okay. Student. Whatever. Whoever she is. Wow, man. Uh, you gotta get this fucking story straight. Again, these are characters I don't care about at all. But she was the main love interest. I know. And she was flat and I don't even remember her name. I'm trying to remember something about her. Is there anything she even does? Yeah, I know. She doesn't do anything. No, because her scenes are cut out. She is a third wheel. Straight up because her scenes are cut out. Her job is to be the love interest. I feel like one of the biggest scenes... We'll get to pretty quick... Is the is the one where they're meant to be in the map? That's cut out. Well, that's we'll, why we'll get to that because that's out. involving magic. So, uh, it's cut out at the same time as the evil guards are going to arrest these people. Uh, down in the common areas is uh, snails, Marlon Wayne, and yep. our hero, Doom, dude, Wayne, a handsome white guy. Okay, I, d- I think he's called no, Ridley. I'm looking, Ridley? I'm, Ridley. It's Ridley. Yeah, Rid- Ridley and snails. Okay, and. Ridley... Ridley what? hates mages. Right. And, because of something. Uh, was that a reason? His parents? His dad? His dad hates them? Was that explained at all? Was his dad a mage? I think that might have been his dad knew magic. Right. But he said his dad hated mages as well. Yeah. I think that was one of those that's gotta, ideas... Something had got to be... Cut, that, that's definitely it? one of their ideas where they were like, oh, we'll make him secretly like some sort of special blood mage thing. But then they did not write it in, but they forgot that that, yeah. that was a he, plot. He just hates mages. Like, to a kind of extreme, almost racist degree. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Everyone anyway, in this film is He decides racist. that what they should do is uh, go to the uh, what is it, School of Magic and rob the place. Well, what's happened is, also at the very start of the film, Profion is practicing for the Red Scepter. Oh, yeah, and when he's he, trying to um, make the Red Scepter, he accidentally sets the river on fire. Well, he kills a dragon, and dragon blood, when it hits water, turns the river on fire. Yeah. Right. Just so everyone's on the same page. So yeah, yeah. that's why he's what going that should lead oh to is some cool visuals Actually, of like dragon blood igniting and stuff. But everything looks so cheap; it looks so awful. This is a very weird thing. The timeline of the movie breaks here at like the very start of the film. So we have that thing where it's like the dragon blood ignites it, and that's at night time. And then we cut to like Ridley and Snails, and they're talking about how now they're going to go there to rob it. But then we get another scene, and it's Profion on there, and he's in front of the mages, and it's daytime, right? And yeah. they're now talking, and they've changed clothes and everything, and they're talking about something else. And then we cut to, I think, the princess, and it's like a different time of day again, and she's talking. Then we cut back to, I think, Profion 
saying to send the people there, and then we cut to Rid- like uh, sorry, and Don't he's back in his dungeon. No, no, this is important. Yeah. This is what I mean. This is important. He's back in his dungeon, but then and, and it's like a different time of day, and then we changed back to Ridley and Snails, and now they're doing like they're going into it, but it's like that means a whole day's passed, well, at least. Like, yeah, 24 right. hours has passed. They said, that's a good idea. 24 hours have passed, and the, the, the river must have still been on fire. But I think it was just they couldn't be fucked editing or, or continuing. Or making it make sense. Nothing. They couldn't be Anyway, fucked. so they break into the library at the same time as the bad guys are there. They bump into hero heroine woman, the, the main female lead. Yeah, I don't know who it is. And uh, they all sort of escape together when the bad guys turn up. Oh, uh, Thera Birch? Wait, no, that's the Empress. Um, Zoe McLean? No, it doesn't matter. Marina? Is that her? Who cares? I don't know. Sorry. I'm just like desperately Who trying cares? to... Female mage. What? Yeah, female mage. They run to female mage, who, and they escape with her and the parchment that, to help find the Red Scepter. Right. And they actually knock into someone very important on the way out. See, they, they, they can teleport out. They create a portal uh, straight to outside where they end up right next to a dump. I don't know. Accidentally don't know knocking this poor dwarf over. A dwarf so, whose name I don't think we ever learned. Th- that's but who is a main character throughout the movie. So th- yeah. He is one of the saving graces of the movie. There's a dwarf. One of the better things. He runs up and decides to try and fight the main guard dude, then runs away because realizes he's fucked and says, Down the hole! Or something like that. Down the hole! I, I can't remember. I don't think he says anything actually. And they then go into this hobo shack and then disappear down a hole. Into the sewers. Right. And then, and then this is important, folks. Then suddenly we're outside of a castle or something. We're outside on some parks and they're all hiding behind a horse cart and it's daytime and you're like, what happened? Yeah. And then it's, it's the weirdest thing too. It's panning across and it's like, oh, there's Ridley, there's snails, there's our mage chick and there's our dwarf friend who... Is now a man. Who's, like, who's now joined the party? Yeah, they, they never. They, that that's basically. It should have just come up with a big dwarf has now joined your party. It really should they, have. They never talk to him. They never find out what his name. Oh, they is. do talk to him like once or twice, but yeah. not during those. Years. He has more character. Than he does the two main characters. So, and this is when I started looking stuff up because I was like, we missed a scene. Like yeah. a scene is missing, and you look it up. And that's like one of the first ones where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, stupid budgetary constraints. So apparently there was meant to be a giant scene where they're, well, not even giant. It just says there's been a scene that was missing where that dude gets introduced to us, joins the party, and they're in the sewers. And then the mage chick is meant to have a bucket of like water, uh, be drenched in water. And I was like, did they really not have money to go into like a dark like tunnel and throw a bucket on someone? Apparently not. Like fucking what a, a minute scene of them running it's down much, like Jared. a dark train it's tunnel too much. that's all he, seriously now is that when uh Profion punishes his second in command or yeah, is that later i yeah no that's when he we now need he punishes to that. discuss okay. that Profion outraged that his uh lieutenant has basically failed in such a huge way like completely incompetent decides that he's not going to fail again he's going to punish him by Growing these two weird tentacle things inside of it. I think he puts a tentacle monster inside. It's not... Yeah. Yeah. So the bad guy... Not the cute hentai type. No. The bad guy now has these two weird tentacle things. You can sometimes see crawling under his skin. 
and they pop out through his ears and bud like flowers. Yeah, it's really gross, actually. It, really weird. Yeah. Really weird. And So if he fails again, they're going to kill him. And right. they can sort of get him to do things, maybe, well, possibly. That's, that's never you... explained. What? What at one me? point, he says he's doing it under duress, and well, he doesn't what, want to at do one it, point, he doesn't... I don't uh, know. Yeah, at, well, at one point later on, he actually uses them. Because apparently they give you the ability to, like... Read minds. Right? Yeah. They come out of useful. his head and start latching onto other people's head to suck their brains out. It's fucking useful. That's what confused me. I was like, this is, like, not a negative... Well, I mean, he's in incredible pain, and they're going to kill him. That sucks. That yeah. sucks. But I'm sure that wizard dude did that on purpose. Like, it was like, oh, that sucks. By the way, you can read minds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's not bad. Anyway, Profion tells him not to f- try and find them, but to follow... Oh, my God. The, uh, the Empress's agent, who is really good at tracking, who is an elf, and she's got some elf friends. All right. The weird part is that he doesn't follow her, but he does find them a lot easier. Finds he finds them she before does. she does. Now, this She's is, actually bad at tracking these people. This is this is another one where it's like... This uh, happens more than once. We were, we were meant to have a bigger scene with her too, but we're not introduced to her or we don't even know... Like, that's the weirdest thing at that point was like, track this person instead. And then we don't know really about her till like another like 10, 15 minutes. She doesn't matter. And they don't track her so anyway. So many of these characters don't matter. So but we, they're made down to be big characters. Exactly. So we, we go to a bar and this is where actually you do meet her first, but nothing happens. She snails hits on her in a bar. Yeah, there's yeah. apparently meant to be a way longer scene there. So the main um, two main characters, uh, t- the two lovers. This is another scene massively missing. They're looking at the uh, the scroll that says where the scepter is, but they can't open it to find out. That the mage woman is trying to figure it out with her magic. Mm-hmm. She can't do it. So Ridley grabs it off her and is going, "Don't worry, I'll figure it out." Mages, right? I'm like, how would he? Know how to open the magic scroll yeah. without magic. It seems like a mage area. Which, luckily though, apparently he knows magic because he goes, Oh, what's that uh, What's that thing my dad used to do when he used to make carts and he used to say those magic words that open things? Something like it's that. It's like log or something. Oh, I don't know what the words are. But, oh. but literally, that's what he says. Yeah. Some shit like that. No, he, he says, used to like inscribe it on everything. Yeah, and then he says it, and suddenly he's sucked into the scroll. She does the same thing. And you can see them arguing in the scroll. And yeah, and then that scene's that's cut it. out. That's it, because the scroll out. is rolled up, and yeah. the dwarf and Marlon Wayans basically just walk off. So that that was that one too, when I read it, like apparently that's like a massive one. That's like where they're meant to like do their whole falling in love and all this other because crap. Because we have no idea what's happening. Because they, they come out... <laughs> oh, so somehow the dudes find them at the bar, and they run... Away. Yeah, the, the dwarf and Malum, uh, snails escape with the scroll. Yeah, anyway, so then they go outside, they're in a cemetery or something, and they come out of the scroll, and you, you it's clear they've missed a lot now. Because both of them know where the scepter is, and, and they're, they're both totally on board with going to find it. It really is like, sounds like, we've got to do it, it's super important. And snails is just like, what are you guys talking about? Wait... Did you guys... Uh, I totally thought he was inferring, did you guys have sex in the scroll? T- and you did. just want to do it with... Uh, they you just want to go along with it. And because we don't know what's happened in the scroll, that's probably the best answer for what's happening. It, it makes sense, because beforehand, he's not down with her. And as soon as he comes out, he's like, I'm doing everything she says. Yeah. Like, We've she's, got to follow, we gotta her, follow her, and her and help her and help the Empress. Yeah, and, and that's why Martin's like, you fucked her. And he's like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then... 
so they're all leaving, and that's an important fourth wall break with the dwarf, about one of his only scenes. He He's like, well, I guess I better come along to make sure they do the job properly. Well, he's also the most professional one, which is weird, because I thought he's made out to be like a ragabond. No, no, he's like a proper mercenary, isn't he? Ah, okay, but, and then they're like, well, we'll pay you after it, like, after we're done. And then he, like, just looks at the, at the screen... And it's just his face, and Getting he goes... Getting paid afterwards, that's a terrible business plan. Uh, that's Something a, that, like that. That's a terrible way to do business. Yeah. And you're just like, ooh. Oh, terrible. Ooh. Um, so I don't know how they know exactly, but they know that the gem that they need is uh, in this hidden maze in the Thieves' Guild at this other city. Oh, they found in the map. Well, I, I assume, but how did the map know exactly, like, its current location? Is that part of the magic? No, 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 they didn't know its current location. They knew they had to go there to look for it, and then, what, okay, remember, because what happened was they find the thieves people, and the thieves people are like, Gem, you're talking about the red gem. Of course we know. Every good thief well, should know about this gem. But the thieves there wanted the gem, but they couldn't figure out how to get it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, how, behind, it's how, behind a secret thief maze. How have they not been able to figure out this maze? It's a secret this maze, which maze. has two incredibly simple traps to it. So and there was three. Which has an overhanging viewing area, which oh, I assume yeah. you could just lower a ladder from at some point. It's a secret thief maze. They have the thief honor. Thief oh code, yeah, you know, They're, for like a thousand years, their honor has stopped them from just I think cheating. It's like 4,000 years. <laughs> it's something like really weird. Like, it doesn't make any sense how somehow no one else has done it, but they, they do the shitty maze. Yeah. And the straight out of kids show shitty maze. Horrible. Which has him beat like two things. One's just the laziest swinging blades I've ever seen. That worked. And then, uh, then it's like a little puzzle in this tiny crab little room where you don't have to, you just don't step on the wrong tiles or whatever. Yeah. And then he just jumps through a hole and it's uh, in his hand. No, the next one's another room with things coming down and he just smashes the timer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no one is being able to figure out that all you had to do was just smash the timer The fact and that cheat. The fact that everyone could see this. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a mess. It, it's in, like, the middle of an auditorium sort of thing. They're all, like, arrayed around it. All right, I'm going to do one of those, like, petty complaints. Go so, ahead. So here it comes. It's, like, it's... I guess it's not even a petty complaint, actually. Okay, so Indiana Jones, right? Right. Way better. Right. So, you know the first Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? It, yeah, it felt like a cheap knockoff of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. The, the but, first bit where he's going in to get the idol. So this is the thing with this film. It's shown that multiple people have gone in the room. And it's like, those rooms, like, entirely get destroyed when he's doing stuff in them, right? It's like, the, the floor tiles fall away into not nowhere, right? Like, someone must be repairing this room. Oh, no, 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 they don't fall away. They, they just flip. Remember? Do you know the ones destroy and fall no, down? No, 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 they just flip. I'm pretty sure some... Well, it, it feels... I, I, I'm always like, who's repairing this, right? Because if multiple people are going in, it's very weird sometimes. The whole thing was weird. But, like, Razor's Lost Ark, right? He goes through, but it's like, he's raiding. Like, not that... Like, I know it shows a few other people. Yeah. But it's like... Those trap bits are out and stuff like that. But there were fresh bodies in this uh, maze. And yeah, no one would be able to figure I'm just out. Yeah, I was confused. Who, who stuff resets... on this shitty little bit but of the movie? So in that one, it's ones where it's like he breaks. Like there's so many bits that would be broken. Like 
You could have just sent three people in and then just yeah, walked yeah. in afterwards. Anyway. They get the thing. And he then gets the, the dudes turn up. He gets the gem, the bad guys turn up, and also the other thieves want to steal the gem off them, so not but, very honourable. But I then guess. they do thieves guild because the bad guys have turned up so that they do help them. I don't know if they help them or just they they're do. fighting. They anyway. do help them. They say thieves guild. Thieves, so, thieves guild. Most of the good guys get away, except the bad guys manage to capture the female mage. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they capture in the catch- uh, castle letter. Uh... After that, Ridley and Snails and the Dwarf meet up with the elf, the Empress's agents. Oh my god. And this leads me to like one of the parts of the movie I hated the most. Yeah. You so did not like the scene. They know where the evil guys have taken uh, the female mage, where they camped out. Yeah. So Ridley and Snails go, okay, we're going to sneak in and try and steal the scroll and also... Get her out. Why do they need the scroll? At that point, I'm not sure. Because I, was, I thought the scroll's only meant to point... Uh, no, they, they didn't have the scepter. scepter. Yeah, the, the, but don't they find that The special some gem other way? they just got, they needed the scepter they as well. They find that another way, don't they? Nah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, as they, after they're going in, uh, they sort of muck around. There's the giant eyeball things with the tentacles. And they get caught. Right. So they're, well, they're, the thing is actually... They get the girl out and they're fighting... And it goes to the dwarf and the dwarf and he's like, "Okay, come on, with to all the elves, we're yeah. gonna go in and like fight so, with them." So only the uh, two went in, not the elf and the yeah, dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Just and Ridley and Snails group. went in to try and like soften the place up first. And yeah. then, uh, so there's a whole squad of heavily armed elf people and soldiers. The dwarf. Yeah, I, I think they disappear soldiers. too in the next scene. They disappear all the time. They actually just go. So the dwarf goes, "Come on, we're gonna go help them." Uh, the Empress's agent reaches across, puts a hand on his shoulder and goes, No, they must do this alone. Yeah, no. Uh, well, why? Why? Why at all would they have to do this alone? This makes That's no insane. sense. You are endangering your entire kingdom and your entire mission. And it doesn't end well for anybody. No, and she did jack shit that Because the bad elf. guy, and this is where Snails has his big thing, it's like, he, he, does, he gets cornered by the main bad guy with the tentacle ear things. Yeah. He's fighting him and he goes... No, you guys, you guys get away. I'm not helping him at all. So the bad guy kills him. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And then, Thanks a lot, elf protector people. Yeah, fucking useless. And then Ridley gets stabbed through the chest. They only just escape. So they just escape, and then they get to this weird ass... They go to the elf, elf place, which is like the most stereotypical elf place you can imagine. Oh, yeah. They live in giant tree houses, and uh, Doctor Who Doctor Who's uh, heals him. Right. Tom Baker, the best doctor. None of this is... It just happens. Yep. I don't know how far they've travelled or how they got there, but whatever. And then then they... Get to the scepter area? Yeah, then they just sort of travel to where the dragon scepter is. And is that when we start having flashes to what's happening in the city? I think we've had a few, but there's really not much... Like, we we kind of explained that at the start. So the Empress didn't want to give up her staff. And at this point... She has unleashed the dragons on the city and is raining fiery death down on everybody. Yeah. Especially Profion and his because you see, mage group. The mage's main concern, even the ones who weren't evil, like, there weren't many evil ones, but the mage... The, the orcs of the Profion is, like, absurdly evil. Oh, yeah. But everyone, all the other ones seemed reasonable. That's the thing. The mage's reasonable concern was 
Should you really... Should one person really have all that power? Because what happens if they come and kill us? And they go, yeah, this princess, she's pretty power-hungry. She might just decide to wipe out the only other people in this area with actual power or say. Yeah. And as a response, she goes, yep. That's what I'm going to do. And it's like, they no forced me to unleash my full power and destroy the city. I- I'm 100% behind the mages on this. Especially because she is clad in gold armor, riding a gold dragon going... They have forced me to do this and like burning. Oh, is it like burning Gwen- her city apart? Gwenodine, Gwenodine, well, uh, oh, I don't know the one from uh, Excalibur. The evil witch, the mother. I don't remember her name. I've got a cold at the moment. My my mind is like under a blanket. I can't Gwen- I love that movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's that's like one of my movie. favorite movies of all time. We should review Zardos. At some I point. fucking love Zardos. Right. That is actually that's also better than this. Movie. That is also one of my favorite movies of all time. Ugh, but okay. yeah, back to this movie. I will watch Zardos. Uh, Ridley, the female mage, uh, they find the cave where the red scepter is. Only Ridley can enter because reasons. It, she's so obviously evil with the, what she was wearing. You got okay. She Let, looks. No, it's the son. So it's the son when he's dressed up with all. She is all she's uh, exactly is Mordred. That... She is yeah. dressed exactly like Mordred from Arth, uh, from Excalibur. Well, also her son when he's dressed up in the golden armor. Yeah. Her, and then all she's missing is the face mask, and then we could put like some creepy music behind her, and it would fit. Yeah. Like it would fit, and then she's yeah. destroying the the thing that wrecks is the horrible CGI of the shitty looking stumpy so dragons. So awful. Um. Back to our people. Uh, so it turns uh, out Ridley is the only one who can get into the cave because reasons. Probably his blood somehow mage thing. Uh, he Maybe finds the scepter dad. and the skeleton that's holding it says, oh, "Whoever uses it will be cursed. It's evil." That was another plot point that's never really used. Yeah. Uh, so he now has the scepter that controls dragons. This yeah. is where the plot speeds up a lot. As they go outside, the bad guys capture him, take the scepter, and just teleport straight to Profion. And I like it because it cuts out all the crap that's oh. going on. They go straight to Profion and he just hands him the scepter. Isn't that the, a weird bit too? Because he comes out with the scepter. This kind of annoys... This always annoys me. It's like he comes out with the scepter, then he gives him the scepter. And then they're like, alright, we're going to kill you anyway. And then all of them decide to break free. Yeah, and yeah. fight and beat them up. You decide to fight after you've given away the scepter? Why not before, when you had a bargaining chip? It wasn't like no. there was a surprise either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I these guess guys are they... like so absurdly evil, you, you should expect them to do this at this point. I just don't get how they get caught again. It's like... the, the elves are terrible they at are their horrible. job. Maybe uh, it's because they were meant to be The caught. dwarf is the only competent person in this movie. Yeah, but the dwarf's cut out. Yeah. Uh... We're in the city, everything's burning. Profion now has the red scepter, though, so he brings in the red dragons to help save the city from the uh, Giant gold dragons. Gold dragons, which are blowing everything up. But apparently that is the evil thing, that he has now, like, even the odds, basically. Yeah, I do not understand. Now, here's the thing, I think if there had been some really good CGI, this would have looked cool because it's raining and the dragons are bleeding everywhere, so it should be, like, raining fireblood everywhere. Like, that would have looked really oh, cool. Oh, shit, yeah. But the CGI is so bad, even the buildings look just like huge slabs of polygon. Yeah, it, it's it's a pity because when you think about it, right, let's say this had just... Okay, what's that really dumb movie with the dragons? They're underground. Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire, right? Like, that's a dumb movie, right? It's great. 
But it's, yeah, it's kind of entertaining. That's what it's people... weird. I like that. Uh, I, I, we I, talk about no, that. no, this is my point. I've seen a lot of people talk about Random Fire before. I saw someone talk about it the other day, actually. And that's the thing, right? Dumb movie, but it's got a cool cast and it's, it's like, done fairly well. Yeah. Right? Like, the CGI is pretty good. This is a dumb movie, and, okay, let's pretend they do also put in those scenes that they cut out, which they desperately need. If this was a dumb movie, but had really good CGI, like, had good, good enough CGI... You'd probably be like, oh, that was pretty entertaining. A good story and better you know? actors. I mean, I, I I really think it's the missing scenes and then just better CGI. The acting is terrible. It would just... it's. I know honestly, you didn't just, mind it, but I really think it was you, They just need to improve that CGI so much. It, 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 okay, it, you, could, you can dress up the turd any way you like, Jared. <laughs> yeah. Still a turd. It doesn't help that half the scenes are on green screen. Yeah, okay. Like, it, over half the scenes are on the just, green screen. It, the, that the doesn't help. The cheapness of the production, does, it just shocking. But anyway... Well, it's like Cat Catwoman, yeah? So, in Catwoman, when it's Catwoman running around as Catwoman... It looked awful. It looked awful, but it's just her, right? Yeah. Right. The backgrounds are, like, normally real or something in like that. In this one, it's the dragon on well, it's the just, crappy CGI city. It's, it in this terrible. one, it's just the actors in a room, and it's clearly all green screened. That's what made it look so bad. Yeah. Everything's green. Ugh, so disgusting. Anyway... So, uh, Profion now has the Red Scepter that lets him control Red Dragons, and it, there's now a big dragon battle going on over the city. Oh my god. Do you remember what she does? Sounds a lot cooler than it is. Do you remember what the princess does? Like, to her smart decision, which is incredibly stupid. When she's riding the dragon? Right. So she's totally safe where she is on the side of the city, right? She's She can command the dragons from the other side of the city, and she's really safe. But when the drag, Red Dragons come out, she goes... Uh, I have to end this. So then she gets on a dragon, which then puts her in the middle of all the danger. Yeah, yeah. So she's riding a dragon to fight Profion. Yeah. Which again, sure, it sounds cool, but it's not. No, it's incredibly sad. Uh, at this point, uh, Ridley and the female mage just walk there. Yes. Uh, Ridley kills the bald guy who now no longer has his worm serpent things. And, uh,. Then doesn't kill Profion just beats the shit out of him. Beats the shit out of him and the female mage. Beats the shit out of everyone, actually. Yeah. They all come up as like one by one as as he beats the shit out of them. Well not even one by one. He's just a lot better than they are. He is actually talented. He's competent. He should be a leader. Right? He's obviously put effort into this. Exactly. Uh, effort uh, preparation. They're not living in a merit based society. I think that's what the problem is. That is, yeah. Anyway, the Empress crashes near him. And, but before he can kill her, she raises her golden scepter and a dragon comes and just bites his head off. Yeah. Is that the end? That's the end, yeah. Uh, no. So, okay, up until this point, I'd been like, this is a bad movie, but it's kind of enjoyable. It's not super bad. And that's when the ending happens. So, the Empress is getting crowned. At some point, you can hear cheering in the background. And the main remaining characters are going into the cemetery to pay their respects to snails. And as they're kneeling by his grave, and oh Ridley is going on about, oh, I'll miss him, he was my best friend. He puts the, the red gem next to the grave, and all of a sudden, the word snails, which, what a cheap grave. It was just like hacked onto a rock. It starts to dissolve, and it disappears with like a magic tinkling sound, and it's just like, but what's happening? And the elf woman puts his ha- her hand on his shoulder and goes, Don't question it. We will go to him. And then they turn into balls of light. Wisps. And fly away. Yeah. 
I, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I, did they just die and ascend to another plane? What was that? <laughs> it was insane. Why do we keep watching movies with like insane endings at the moment? Um, Our last like three movies we've watched have all had like twist endings. There was endings. no build up to it. There was no plot. It, it got rid of the only good point of the movie that I liked. It, it was just crazy. What was that? What yeah, no, happened? We all ended by saying, at this point, we were all like, wow. I, and I was saying to him, like, I was kind of with this weird campy movie. Was Snails dead? Did but, he go to the land beyond the sea? I think it was really pushing a whole, like, your story never ends. You know, it's a dungeon. Ah, uh, because it's Dungeons and Dragons. Get it? It's your, the one child playing it. <sighs> so, is that it? It can't be because I assume even the most like incompetently run Dungeons and Dragons game would be better than that. Yeah, but you know, it's saying you know you just watch the movie, but you're you're the one with the power. You're one of them. You're the wooden actor. Get it? Like at the end of the story, you whisk away into another story. I don't get that's it. That's what that's the. I don't theme. get it. That's and I didn't it, like it. That's what it was like. And and it it went from being like an entertainingly bad movie to like just me. Yelling at the screen almost. Yeah, and we were both shocked. That was it was shocking. It was shockingly bad. Okay. The, the rest of the movie it's surprising how long it is. It's long, but it, it doesn't, doesn't have any feel long because there's nothing in it. Yeah. And there were bits cut out. Definitely could have been worse, but the acting was just so bad. Could have been a lot better in a lot of respects. Uh what would you recommend this as something someone should watch as like a good bad? Uh, you know, I enjoyed seeing Jeremy Irons chew the scenery. I feel like... I I did find that it was, like, entertaining enough to keep my attention. Yeah. Especially entertainingly bad enough. Uh, you know, I'll give a weak recommendation. Yeah. You know, it's not, like, the top of the good-bad, but... It wasn't great. We we didn't stop it. We didn't hate it. It's just shocking about how... It, it, it really is, if you, if you like Conan... Uh, not Conan the Barbarian, but if you like... Hercules. Hercules. No, Hercules is a lot and, better And then you watch... Yeah, if you want to watch a cheap knockoff one and then be shocked by how... Like, what just happened in those scenes. It's, it's like It's bad. like Hercules, but without the charm. Yeah, exactly. I, I would say, yeah, I, I would put it as a movie that I would say, yeah, you could watch it with friends. Eh. Yeah. Okay. It's a weak recommendation. But that is Dungeons & Dragons, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, tune in to us next time we have a podcast.